How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's. Welcome to The Approach Shot, the golf show that's more laughs than links, more stories than strokes, more guffaws than golfers. Here are the hosts of The Approach Shot, John Ashton and Neil Michaels. Hey, thanks for hanging and coming back to The Approach Shot. I am John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels. We have a special guest talk about we were just mentioning stellar and luminary personalities a moment ago and uh, and neil we've got one with us right now we have one he is a four-time pro bowl nfl quarterback and also an avid golfer and he is with us today mr jeff garcia jeff welcome to the approach shot hey i appreciate that let's use avid very gingerly (laughs) (laughs) he should have it not good but i I think we're all a work in progress every time we step on the golf course man he likes to play (laughs) let's try that i was talking to a guy the other day i said you play golf he said yeah i own clubs (laughs) (laughs) trying different clubs because at the end of the day it's the club that's doing me wrong (laughs) when i say i'm trying different clubs i mean i go to different places to play because i keep getting kicked out That too, right? (laughs) Hey, you got to try them all. If they want to give you an opportunity to be a member, you have to try it first. You do. That's right. Might as well try as many as you can. That's right. Especially if they got this, uh, hey, you can play here free one time. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I think I'll do that. I thought that invitation also meant go see as much of the course as you'd like. (laughs) The woods, the water, the rough. (laughs) But Jeff, I understand what you're saying because we we have come to the conclusion with uh, the group that I play with that, that technology can overcome ability in the game of golf. So, well, it really is going yeah. that direction with oh, the great technology of today. But even with the best clubs in my hand, <laughs> we'll find a way to screw it up. <laughs> okay. You know, but it's always that one shot, that one shot oh, that yeah. you make that just reminds you of like, wow, yep. I can do this. If I just right? did this more often or sacrificed more often to the golf gods or whatever it was that's necessary to do. John and I talk about Jeff on a regular basis. If you haven't played for a while, if you haven't picked him up in a couple of weeks, the best hole you're going to play is probably the first or second because you get out there, the muscle memory is there, your brain hasn't kicked in to tell you what to do wrong, and you just go out and do that. And then starting about hole three or four, (laughs) you find that to be true? Well, this is my approach. If you show up to the course and you don't spend that 30 to 45 minutes warming up, 
then you lower your expectations. Mm -hmm. You don't expect yourself to start off hot right away. So sometimes I'm in a rush. (laughs) I'm getting there. I'm warming up my arms, a little twist here and there. And then it's, it's teeing off. That's my first swing of the day. (laughs) Um, You know what? But that being said, um, no, I think that you're probably right in a lot of ways, especially when you've been an athlete your entire life, you've competed at certain levels you definitely have a certain expectation, right? There's competitiveness within you to go out and do it right or do it well. I do have a realistic view though, when I step out onto the golf course, (laughs) that because I'm not the guy that's just showing up on the driving range, around the putting green, around the chipping area and practicing constantly, which is what you have to do. Just like in order for me to be a great quarterback or to be an NFL quarterback, There were thousands of hours of work that Mm. went into it. Film study, practice sessions, weight room, running on my own, all those things, right? In order to be that NFL guy, I had to put those hours in. Showing up on a golf course, oftentimes for me, I'm like, well, I'm athletic. I can do it. (laughs) And I think I can just show up and it'll fall into place. And it's like, It doesn't work that way. Just like anything else, you need to put the time and effort into it. That being said, I love the game. Um, I think more than ever in the last probably year or two, especially with COVID and when courses were still open, that was like the only opportunity to get outside and do something that a lot of us had or some of us had. And uh, for me, That's when I really started to get into it a little bit more, play more often, be more consistent. Now I have expectations, right? (laughs) I didn't have expectations. That's the kiss of death. Have some expectations, (laughs) and when things go south, I'm like, I really need to commit to getting a trainer. I really need to get lessons. I need to get somebody to help me correct whatever I'm doing wrong because I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I just know I'm doing it wrong. Right. When you, and I'm sure you get invited to a lot of, uh, you know, celebrity pro am type golf outings and things like that because of who you are and what you've done. But do you find that people think, well, Jeff Garcia, the NFL quarterback is here. He must be a great golfer. Yeah. It seems to be that's kind of the correlation, right? If yeah. you're a quarterback in the NFL, well, then you're a scratch golfer as well. Yeah. Because a lot of those <laughs> guys, because you have the Trent Dilfers and Tony Romos and some of those guys who, when yeah. it was off season time, they were committed to the golf course. I just wasn't that guy when I was playing the game of football and growing up, my dad was a football coach. He didn't golf. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have that opportunity to kind of grow up and do that with my dad. Now my mom did drop me and my buddies off at the municipal course when we were younger and we'd go out and we'd have a great time and probably wreak a little havoc out there and go off searching for golf balls because we wanted to end up with more than what we showed up with. And, uh, you know, all those things. But um, that being said, um, yeah, you know, I kind of feel guilty when I show up to a, a charity event and somebody's got me as their teammate. I'm not that scratch golfer that you probably think I am because right. I was a quarterback. Right. 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 But Hey, I try to contribute whatever I can do out there on the course. And yeah, for a time there, the only times I really was playing was like in charity events. So, you know, I'd play five to six times a year and I'd be like, gosh, this is embarrassing. I'm not not really showing up 
and bringing any value <laughs> to the team from my golf abilities. So that being said, I've gotten more into wanting to be better for myself, mm-hmm. but also show up and actually know what the heck I'm doing. Yeah. Not be somebody that's a detriment to the team, but hopefully I can be a positive and make some shots. Yeah. Well, I mean, even when you were playing professionally, man, you had coaches, you yeah. know, and, and you mentioned getting a coach, getting lessons. I mean, that is something that so many of us put off or or just try not to do. I mean, I, I have talked to guys who wear it like a badge of honor that I've never had a lesson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, it shows. You know? <laughs> so we look at the tournaments every single weekend, right? We watch and it's four days. My thought sometime would be these guys are so good and mm-hmm. they're, they're so great at their craft. But say you go into the final day and you're 10 shots down. Am I going to show up two hours before my round and go through all the preparation and everything that I need to do to prepare for that day? Well, it hasn't worked the three previous days. <laughs> I'm going to show up 15 minutes before I'm about to tee off and see what happens. No Couldn't be any worse, right? <laughs> I can't get any worse. I'm already 10 down. Let me just show up and see what happens. The other thing I think about, okay, in all major league sports, we all kind of play with the same equipment, so to speak. How about if golfers in a tournament had to go out and play with the same exact clubs that mm. everybody else is playing with mm-hmm. to take maybe the, the technical side of it, the equipment side out. And just now it's, now it's in the hands of the ability of the golfer. No matter what the club is, everybody has the same clubs. Yep. Now we're going to see who differentiates themselves from the other. I don't know. That's just a thought I have sometimes. <laughs> Evening the playing field. Maybe some guys' equipment are better than others. Who knows? Really what it comes down to is it's the golfer, not so much. The, everybody has great equipment. We understand that. Right. But I don't know. It was just a thought. Yeah. Jeff, you only live about 15 minutes from Callaway, TaylorMade, Puma, and a lot of other golf equipment companies, don't give them your address after that statement. I, <laughs> I, know, I, know. I don't think it would be well received. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. And I know, hey, sponsorships and and all these different brands, um, they're reliant on their great players out there showing showing off their product. And I've actually been to the TaylorMade facility back in the day. I did have a fitting there one day 10 years ago or so. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Thought that this was going to be something that I was really going to dive into and do more of. Had a country club membership one time, belonged to Santa Luz, but I was in the heart of four babies at home and (laughs) trying to get a break away for three or four hours to play a round of golf. This wasn't uh, high on the wife's to-do list. Hi, honey. Listen, I I have to go break away and play golf for four and a half hours in the beautiful sunshine while you're here with the babies. Yeah, that goes really well. We had had a comedian on who said one day he was walking through his living room with his golf clubs, and his wife looked at him and said, where are you going? And he said, obviously not to the golf course. Just to put these in the garage, honey. (laughs) Yeah, no, without a doubt. But now that my kids are now, my youngest is nine. She started taking lessons. I try to encourage my boys. So my girl is nine. She's the one that's got the mental 
toughness and mm-hmm. kind of the fortitude to to be strong in sports. She just kind of gets it, you know. Cool. My ten and eleven year old boys, they just want to show up and think it's going to happen, right? <laughs> they just want to show up and. Oh, I, Dad, I got it. I know. I know what I'm doing, Dad. And I'm like, yeah, you're not swinging the club anywhere near like you should. And then my oldest daughter, she just turned 13, very athletic, everything she touches, she's just a natural at. But like getting them to understand like, hey, how about golf? Let's try golf. Let's go out there. This is something that Dad and we could do together, Yeah, you know, and they're yeah. kind of just not in that frame of mind and thinking that way i know they'll understand it 20 years down the road when they're like hey let's go out and play golf and they're not playing very well i'm like see you could have been been so much better if you had only listened to me when you were a kid you've got that i told you so tucked away for 20 years from now with your kids if they don't listen to you you could be like well you know dad tried to tell you Jeff Garcia is our guest here on The Approach Shot. Maybe he's not a great golfer, but we've got some fantastic football memories. You did. You did. (laughs) (laughs) I was quoting. (laughs) But let's talk about something he does a lot better than a lot of other people when we come right back, okay? (laughs) I hover right around the 80s. (laughs) That's great, man. That's great. Anybody who can break 100 is actually a good golfer. See, we all feel better about ourselves now, don't we? That's right. We feel good now. We'll be right back. You're still running your business on QuickBooks? QuickBooks? More like quicksand. You do know that the bigger your company grows, the faster you sync with outdated software that just can't keep up, right? It's Neil Michaels. And as a business owner myself, let me ask you this. Do you have time to deal with manual processes, multiple systems, delays, and scrambling to get the numbers you need? Yeah, I didn't think so. It's time to get out of the quicksand and get on solid ground with NetSuite. NetSuite by Oracle helps you automate your key business processes and close your books in a fraction of the time. Think days, not weeks. In fact, 93% of surveyed organizations increased visibility and control over their business since making the switch from QuickBooks to NetSuite. Right now, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind financing program only for those ready to graduate from QuickBooks. Head over to netsuite.com slash approach. That's special financing for you graduates at netsuite.com slash approach. Again, netsuite.com slash approach. If you want a good cigar, you go to a good cigar shop. You want the best, you go to Famous Smoke Shop. Let us deliver your favorite cigars right to your doorstep at America's lowest price. Famous started out as a small shop in New York City. Now we're putting our 80 years experience in the business to work making deals in the cigars you love. From wallet-friendly everyday smokes to high-end luxury cigars to mark a lifetime achievement. Let us show you it's an exclusive Famous offer. Go to FamousSmoke.com and pick from more than 8,000 cigar brands, fresh and ready to ship from our client control 24,000 square foot humidor then check out with the promo code 24U that's 20FORYLU and we'll take $20 off your order of $99 or more every purchase you make is backed by our famous freshness guarantee get real cigars from a real cigar shop and save $20 now with the promo code 24U ship direct to you from famoussmoke.com that's famoussmoke.com and thanks for hanging and coming back. And I didn't mean to cast aspersions upon you, Mr. Jeff Garcia. <laughs> but I have not seen you on the Pro Tour recently. 
I'm just saying, okay? You're 18 over. You're playing bogey golf. Yes. Right. One yeah. shot off a of par in every hole. Yep. And oftentimes, it's because we don't two putt, we three putt. Mm-hmm. If I exactly. can eliminate a putt seven, eight, nine times during a round, yeah. I mean, if we we all could say this, right? Right. But that tends to be the biggest issue when we get close to the green of actually getting it into the hole. It's not getting up to the green. It's getting, getting it, when we're close, yep. that little chip shot or those putts are key. And if you can't hit those, and that's the difference between the greats and the not so greats yep. is that the short game is on point. That's, and that's it exactly. Greats, the short game is all over the place. Yeah. yeah. The other podcast I do called those weekend golf guys, the co-host is one of the top 100 golf instructors in the country. And he tells me all the time, he said, the one thing I hate to hear on a green is guys saying, never up, never in. He said, because these guys hit the thing and they had a 12-foot putt to the pin and then they got an 18-foot putt coming back. Going back, yeah. You know, and he said, you putt it to get it close, you know, just try to get it within two feet of the pin and then you can just tap in for your second putt and walk away happy, man. I was doing golf math the other day, John, and I realized that if you're pl- that if you shoot in the mid nineties, mm-hmm. if you shoot ninety to ninety five, and you're two putting and three putting, like Jeff just said, so let's say twenty to twenty five of your shots are putts. Mm-hmm. That's thirty percent of the game is those putts. If you you're right, Jeff. If you can eliminate five or six of those, suddenly you're not in the mid-90s, you're in the upper 80s. Exactly. So, and, I mean, uh, even if you shoot par, 40% of the shots you take are taken with a putter for the most part. Yeah, I figured the easiest way for me to get into the 80s is just to eliminate the last two holes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big mistake I make all the time, man. I'll, I'll be like at hole 15, and I'll look and i go, wow, if I just par out, I can break 80. <laughs> <laughs> Double and triple bogeys all the way home, man. <laughs> It's a great game because it, it challenges all of us, and, and anybody can play it, yeah. really. Yeah. All walks of life can really go out there and, and grab a stick and, and hit a ball and uh, not saying they're going to do it well, but everybody can get out there and participate, which is what's so great about the game. And, and it's great that, hey, the way it's gone with the young kids that are starting at the yeah. age that they're starting and just you know the popularity of golf is – really seems to be at an all-time high and mm-hmm. there's just some, some great young players out there that that are you know people look up to and they kids idolize and and it's great to see there's yeah. this other sport that you have a little bit of experience with that we should probably talk about obviously as a four-time pro bowl nfl quarterback you've had a lot of experience on the field and and it's always a nice segue to get into promoting an event but you're going to take some of that experience into a, a camp for kids that's coming up in San Diego this weekend. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, I teamed up with Tory Pines, Pop Warner. My boys are now at the age they want to compete, not just in flag football, but they want to put the pads on. They want to play tackle football. And I was not the dad that was saying, hey, you got to do this. And this is the path you need to take. Hey, no, I'm more hey, whatever you guys want to do, I support it. And if I can be there to help and coach, more than happy to do it. So actually teamed up with Tory Pines Pop Warner. I will be coaching their 10U team, which means they're 10 and under, 8, 9, and 10. So my youngest boy is 10. My older boy will be 12 this month. He'll be on a 12U team. So 
I'm going to take these little rascals and try to put them into the best little team that they can be supporting each other. But that being said, part of getting the word out and helping these young players transition is to put this camp on. And I'm teaming up with Torrey Pines Pop Warner. We're holding it at Torrey Pines High School in North San Diego on May 15th. And to bring these 8 to 14-year-old boys and girls, hey, girls, the game is more popular than ever for girls. The way the NFL promotes coaching and playing and being a referee, all those things that the females can participate in. Mm -hmm. And my daughter, my oldest daughter, she plays flag football. She's telling her dad, I'm playing tackle football, dad. I'm like, no, you're not. She's like, yes, I am. You better sign me up because I want to play. I'm like, no, take just one hit to open your eyes up to the reality. But if you want to experience that, I may have to let you just so you get it out of your mind, or maybe you excel and succeed. Who knows? But that being said, we're putting this camp on to really teach the fundamentals, the skills, all positions, offense and defense. Hey, just because you're a quarterback doesn't mean you're not going to learn how to block, that you're not going to learn how to tackle and do it properly. Now, this is not a full gear type of camp, but we want to introduce certain skills that are going to carry over to the game of tackle football and really preach it and emphasize a teamwork, leadership, appreciation and respect for your coaches, for your parents, for others, being a great giver, all those things that are part of the values of raising young children and doing the right things for them. Part of my uh, foundation that I'm going to get going again, I had a foundation for years called the Garcia Pass It On Foundation, which made sense. Hey, pass it on. Let's let's pass on what we can do for others. Well, now my foundation, I'm going to rename it and it's going to be Eyes Up. And eyes up to me means, hey, not only get your eyes out of the electronics, which all kids are getting too much time with their heads down, eyes down, but it's also eyes up in the sense of look me in the eyes, respect who I am, respect what I have to say, be a good listener. And then, hey, if there's a spiritual value to it, eyes up to God, right? And follow the path of doing the right things in life. So for me, that's what it's all about, being able to preach that. And, and mentor that to these young people just to expect better out of themselves and to want to be that person that is a difference maker, not only within a team, but in life. And that's where these are such great opportunities for us in teaching the game of football and everything that goes into the game of football, all of the teamwork, the preparation, the dedication, all those things, it translates into everyday life. And that's, to me, Mm -hmm. the greatest message that we can help build upon these young people. How does somebody, how does a parent sign their kid up? Go to jeffgarciafootball.com and you'll be linked right into the registration. It's $55 per kid for a three-hour camp. We have a great sponsor. Callie Strong is going to be there giving a nice little gift to every camper. And there's going to be ex-NFL guys, friends of mine that are going to be there lending their own expertise to help these kids and inspire these kids to being great 
great, not only great athletes, but great people. I think what needs to be understood, and, and, and maybe this is part of not so much the problem, but when you raise children in a certain area, and, and granted, I've been blessed to be in North San Diego in an area, but there are a lot of ex-professional athletes and their kids, and they go to school with their kids. So my kids tend to think that it's kind of normal to be a professional athlete, whether it's <laughs> baseball, soccer, basketball, football. It's not normal. It's not normal at all. No, I mean, right. you're less than 1% to be able to get to the top of that mountain. But they go around thinking, well, your dad did it, and your dad did it, and your dad did it, and I know all these dads. And it's like, no, that's not reality. Yeah, That's yeah. not reality. And it's our job as parents to teach them that, hey, that's not the reality of the situation. There's a lot of work. There's some luck that's involved. There's a lot of dedication that's involved. And if you really want to be something special – you got to really put your heart and mind toward it. Yeah. You can't just think that it's going to happen. You can't just show up and it just falls into place. That's not how things work. We've got probably another minute or two in this segment. So I do want to ask you, because I know you have an opinion about this. Uh, the NFL draft wasn't long ago and the Niners picked a uh, very exciting young player in Trey Lance, but it was, there were a lot of shockwaves to the NFL that they, that that was their choice. What were your thoughts on that? To be honest, very excited about the pick. And, you know, I said this, so I do some pre- and post-game work in the Bay Area with NBC Sports Bay Area for the 49ers right. show. And yep. we do it on the game day segments. We do a pre- and a post-game. And during the season, we started talking about the draft because they weren't going to make the playoffs. So we started looking toward next season, right? And one of the guys that was high on my list was Trey Lance. And I just love his, not just his athleticism, but I feel like he's got a very mature approach to the game very intellectually sharp, studies the game, knows how to operate at the quarterback position. He's not just to focus on one guy and hope that guy gets open. When everything breaks down around him, he's got the ability to extend a play, to make people miss, to buy time, like a Patrick Mahomes, like these Deshaun Watsons, these great athletic quarterbacks, Russell Wilson, that now not only are great from within the pocket, but now put pressure outside the pocket. And that's what Trey Lance is going to bring to this team. It's funny <laughs> because somebody sent me a, a comparison the other day and they were comparison, comparing Zach Wilson, who went to the Jets with the number two pick out of BYU, has similarities to Jeff Garcia. And I'm like, so if I were to come out of college in this day and age, I'd be a top five draft pick. <laughs> I wasn't even considered draftable back in 1994. I mean, Damn, I really missed my opportunity. <laughs> so what's the problem with uh, Garoppolo? He just break too too easy or too often? I think that's unfortunately how the 49ers look at it. Mm -hmm. You have a guy that when he's on the field, he's good. Yeah. He's a great leader. They win football games. I mean, that is evident. The, the proof is in what he's done when he's been on the field. Right. But he hasn't been on the field enough. Yeah. He's 50-50. Yeah. As many games as he started for the 49ers – He's also not started and right. not been available. And because of that, that's why they went after a quarterback. I yeah. think if they had had Jimmy healthy the last three seasons and no issues, they're probably not considering a first rounder. They probably get maybe a kid like the one out of Florida or Stanford who went in a later round, but has an upside. Maybe that would have been the conversation, but no, they don't know whether they're going to have them or not. And I think that the opportunity 
to get a guy who's really a game changer in a lot of ways that they can start to now create packages. You know how Kyle Shanahan is so forward thinking, very, uh, very exciting play caller and what he can do and create. Now you have a guy with that sort of athletic skill set. You put a package together where it's not the end of the game that you're waiting to put him in. You're putting him in in the second quarter in a critical time where it's third and two, and you give him a run-pass option against a defense that doesn't know what's going to come at them. Now you're really playing the game in your favor. This is why they hire him to do pre- and post-game analysis. We we are the Approach Shot. We have Jeff Garcia as our guest, and we've got a six-pack of questions for him when we come right back, don't you? You know, nobody is perfect. Sometimes the best golfers, the guys that make all the money, three-putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom sometimes, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go to GetRoman.com slash golfguys now. You see, with Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and the privacy of your home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and, importantly, discreet. So get started. It's simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash golf guys and complete an online visit take care of your ed without leaving home complete an online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it go to getroman.com slash golf guys now and get 15 dollars off your first month look this is a straightforward way to take care of your ed getroman.com slash golf guys get started now to save 15 percent on your first month of treatment getroman.com slash golf guys Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Men, want to feel younger, stronger, leaner? You don't have to slow down after 40. Frank Thomas found the secret to staying in shape with the energy and drive of his 20s. Man, you look like you could still hit it a mile. I feel great, too. What gives? After 40, men slow down. It's harder to stay in shape. Why? Our free testosterone levels drop. It happened to me. And then I found Nugenics Total Tea. New Nugenics Total Tea is our most powerful man-boosting formula ever because it boosts your free testosterone and your total testosterone. Nugenics Total Tea helps provide even more energy, performance, testosterone, and muscle-boosting ingredients for even better results. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, text GRIT to 321321. Samples are not available in stores. Well, wait. What are you going to do something about it now? I got to try Nugenics Total Tea. Text GRIT to 321321 for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. That's G-R-I-T to 321321. Uh, we're still the approach shot. I'm still John Ashton. He's still Mil- Ni- He's still Neil Michaels. <laughs> Jeff Garcia is still, is still with us because he doesn't know what the six-pack thing is all about. Now, no, he he, now he knows and he's stuck. He can't leave. I mean, I have a six-pack. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I've got a two-liter bottle. But... <laughs> all right, Jeff. Six-pack of questions. You ready? We're going to shoot these at you hot and heavy. Absolutely. Question number one. What's your favorite golf word or golf phrase? Four. <laughs> I would think no, that would be the hole. favorite. It's in the hole. It's in the hole. That's the one I'm surprised we haven't heard other people say. And I, I can't imagine being a professional golfer now knowing no, it doesn't matter how you hit it or how you swing it. As soon as you make contact, some idiot's going to yell, in the hole. <laughs> All right, question two. Living or dead, who would you like most to play a round of golf with? 
Well, I think, uh, geez, I think the guy that just comes to mind, Arnold Palmer, you mm-hmm. know, I think, uh, one of the all time greats. I know Jack Nicholas is out there too, and would be just as, uh, just as honored to play with either one of those guys, but you know, Arnold, Arnold Palmer, Hey, we could have a little lemonade and iced tea to, to, <laughs> to finish off the round as well. There you go. And, and thank you for the, uh, for, for the sort of preview of the fact that we're going to have Arnold Palmer spiked as a client here starting next week. So, you know, we didn't pay Jeff for that. <laughs> All right. Those were the easy ones. You ready for the tougher ones? Question three, most embarrassing thing that happened to you either on the field or on the course? Well, pregame, we're playing the Indianapolis Colts in Indianapolis on their turf in their indoor stadium. Right. So I'm running out onto the field. Cameras are on you. I see a couple coaches that coach for the Indianapolis Colts that used to coach me in the Canadian Football League with Calgary Stampeders. <laughs> so as I see them and I'm about to make a cut to go say hello to them, I trip on the turf, <laughs> take a fall, stumble, roll. I'm like, oh man, who just who just saw that? The camera's right there watching us come onto the field. I'm like, damn it, you can't get away with anything in this world. Jumped up, went over to the coaches. They were laughing their asses off. And yeah, that's probably one of the more embarrassing moments that I have playing the game of football. There are a lot of embarrassing moments on golf. I can't contain it to this one thing. <laughs> Oh, best answer ever. Question four. Do you have a nickname that most people don't know? Yeah, for a while there in college, my uh, quarterback coach used to call me. I was number five, same number that I wore with 49ers and with a couple NFL teams. They used to call me Cinco. Now, I'm (laughs) Garcia, so I'm half Mexicano. My dad's full-blooded Mexican. But my nickname was Cinco there for a while. And I, I kind of like it. kind of like it. Cinco. That so. would actually work really well on the golf course if you're on the putting green and somebody yells Cinco. It would yeah. have an entirely different right. meaning. Right. There you go. Question five. We'll bring it back. We'll bring it back. There you go. Uh, question five. Drive for show, putt for dough, and a best ball. Are you showy or are you doughy? Doughy. Yeah, I'm not the long driver, but I can sink the key putt. So let's uh, let's get the dough. That's uh, why Finko. That's why he keeps getting <laughs> invited too, <Absolutely>. man. <laughs> we'll see that that even that that perpetuates Cinco even more. Yeah. So we could real quick. Yeah, I'm at Encinitas Ranch a couple weeks ago. It's the 18th hole, but they're playing 10 first, so we're finishing off at hole nine. It's a par five. I skull the drive off the off the tee, and it goes about 100 yards, right? It's the last hole of the day, so I go, I'm going to hit driver off the deck. I hit driver off the deck, and I crush it. Probably, for me, about 250, 260. So now I'm back in a respectable pot, <laughs> spot to save par. I hit a chip shot. It's on the rim of the, of the, of the, of the, of the green right just a little bit on the rough and it's got an angular slope where it's going to probably curve about eight feet. Well, I get up there, little tap. This this is after another chip. So it's for par, for par, little tap. That thing goes, curves around and hangs on the edge of the hole 
and boom. Oh, yes. Oh, is, right. Uh, you talk about the Mexican hat dance that just took place after that. I was Chichi Rodriguez. I was putting that whole thing away. But uh, no, just that's that's the fun about golf is starting off the hole with something like, oh, my God. Yeah. What a way to finish this hole to then all of a sudden <laughs> finishing yep. and that sort of fashion. Spectacular. That's the greatness that can happen within five shots. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we come back over and over again. Question six. We ask this of everyone who is on the show because we are the approach shot. In your approach to life, what one rule do you live by? My approach to life, one rule that I live by, I think is just accountability. Uh, just being accountable to what you say, um, what you do, your actions speak louder than words. And I think that word right there just kind of defines it all. It defines you as, especially in sports, being a teammate. But now in my life, being a dad, being, uh, being a son, all those things for me, just accountability is a word that uh, means that I have to step up and back up what I say every single day. I can't just be this guy who talks a good game and doesn't walk that life. I need to walk the life. Very cool. Well done. Very cool. Jeff Garcia, you are off the hot seat. And, and let me remind people, of, you know, again, of your camp coming up on the 15th here in San Diego at Torrey Pines High School. Go to jeffgarciafootball.com and it'll get you where you need to go. Register today. Jeff, man, thanks for spending some time with us. So happy to meet you, man. Thank you, John. And Mike, hey, maybe we can get out on the golf course one of these days soon, you know? Anytime, I'd love it. We're local. Let's do that. And it's good to know neither one of us are really all that good, so we could just have some fun. (laughs) No pressure. No pressure. No pressure at all. (laughs) We'll follow John's rule, though. Just get the putt close to the hole. That's right. Get it close and then finish (laughs) off with a tap. That's it. And, and just to make you feel good about yourself when you get up to the green, I'll go cinco, cinco, cinco. <laughs> I like noise. I play with music in the background. Hey, I don't want a quiet situation. Make as much noise as you want. <laughs> play, playing golf with a with a buddy of ours uh, this Sunday uh, from Nashville. Man, he used to play trumpet for blood, sweat, and tears. And he not only plays music when he plays golf, he plays it loud. And it's wow. great. It's great, man. Jeff, thanks, man. Good luck. Talk to you soon. Terrific. Jeff, thanks again. Smart Money says 2021 is going to be better than 2020. Expansions, things loosening up, all means it is probably a good opportunity for you to think about hiring some more folks and bringing them in and expanding your team. And if you're doing that, I want to give you two words. Actually, it's one hyphenated word, linked. In. You already know LinkedIn. You're already on it. You already use it for networking. Why don't you use it to find the right people to expand your team? 722 million members worldwide are on LinkedIn right now. New features help you find qualified candidates quickly, put up targeted screening questions, and LinkedIn will quickly get your role in front of more qualified candidates. That's important. You don't have enough time to sift that out. Let LinkedIn sift all the ones that aren't right. When your business is ready to make that next hire, find the right person with LinkedIn Jobs. 
And now you can post a job for free. Just visit linkedin.com slash approach shot. Again, linkedin.com slash approach shot to post a job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, are you wedding ring shopping or do you remember when you were? It was and should have been all about your wife. But what about you? I'm guessing not so much or even who cares. Well, that means you don't know about manly bands. Manly bands are the coolest rings for men made out of materials like tungsten, wood, dinosaur bone, antler, and even gold. Well, when I say these things are cool, I'm talking about rings from their MLB collection or the Jack Daniels Whiskey Barrel collection, to name a few. And golfers, check out the Double Eagle in the Manly Band Sports Collection, made of cobalt chrome. It's perfect for any golfer. And if you're married and have a ring already, get another one. You don't own just one ball cap, do you? Here's a special offer for listeners of The Approach Shot. Order your Manly Band and get 21% off plus a free silicone ring. Just go to manlybands.com approach. That's manlybands.com approach for 21% off. Manly Bands, the best damn rings, period. And now, it's time for... Golf is a funny game. <laughs> Back to your hosts, John Ashton and Neil Michaels. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for being here. And thanks to Mr. Big Voice for once again doing a solid introduction. Solid, solid, <laughs> solid, solid, solid. Oh, my goodness. Well, golf is a funny game. We say that because we have people like Andy Folletta to join us and show us how funny it is. Now, Andy, is, is the last name is F-I-L-E-T-A, Folletta. And as we just talked about, it's a soft T because if it was a hard T, it would be Andy Folletta. <laughs> and then his last name would be Fish and he'd work at McDonald's. Ah, yeah. <laughs> right. Sorry, I never, sure I never heard that before. I never heard that before. Is that right? You're amazing. Hey, there's one in a row. Yeah, for some reason I don't believe that, but we yeah. continue now. <laughs> and you're from Maryland, and so you know it's the capital of seafood. So right. the fillet of fish would work quite well, well there. That's probably why I got that nickname in 1986. <laughs> <laughs> And you know those people who disagree have never gone to Maryland and had beer and crabs. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just one yeah, word. Right, yeah. right. I miss the food in Maryland big time. And the, fun, the funny thing is, is that when I was growing up, I never had enough money to eat it. I could never afford it. <laughs> so now when I go back, I eat like a king. You know? and, and, the, got- and the seafood in New York City is no, not good. It's not, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, no. And it's expensive, just like New York City. Every, just like every- right. You'd be surprised when I moved to San Diego. I thought, well, it's right by the ocean. The seafood is going to be incredible. And it's not. It's really <laughs> yeah. not. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, there's, there's an awful lot of Mexican food here. So they usually mix the Mexican food with seafood. And for those of us from Maryland, that's called not seafood. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then you uh, have to suffer like people uh, like us in Louisville, Kentucky, who live on a river. And you ask for seafood. And they go, oh, y'all mean catfish? no no we don't which which i would take you know (laughs) i know i know better than mexican (laughs) exactly (laughs) yeah yeah catfish is good good. but i i have a lot of family that lives in southern california 
So that's where you are, right, San Diego? Yeah, I, I, I made it from uh, Maryland out to Southern California. My, my family from that lives in Southern California is all... My dad's actually from Egypt. And uh, yeah, he's a Coptic Christian. Do you guys have a large uh, Coptic Christian audience? I think we I'm can boast kidding. the largest <laughs> Coptic Christian audience in podcasting. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably the same percentage as most big podcasts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But uh, yeah, and so, you know, and, the, and then uh, there's a lot of Coptics in, uh, in Orange County, L.A. County. And my dad didn't, he wasn't feeling it, man. So, he, so I was born and raised in Baltimore. <laughs> and uh, my, my cousins, they all have these like, these really manly, you know, Egyptian names, you know, like uh, Magdi, you know, <laughs> Masiha, Sharif, right? My name's Andy. Hi, <laughs> Andy. <laughs> you know, this girl's named Andy, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's a bummer, man. But, uh, and I go, so I go, I went every year my whole life, you know, I would spend like at least two weeks, uh, every summer. And as an adult, I still go, uh, to Huntington Beach to visit my, uh, my cousin Sharif, right? So I'll just give him a call, you know, and I'll be like, Hey, Sharif, I'm going to come, you know, last, last week of July, you know, can't wait to see you. And then Sharif will be like, Yo, host, that's what I'm talking about, fool. That's what's up. Yo, that New York bullshit is bullshit, huh? Come to California. Yeah, that that is a typical Egyptian accent, is it not? Exactly, right? You guys guys surprised by that? Because, listen, listen, the first time I saw Cheech and Chong on TV, I was like, they must be from Egypt. They sound like my cousin's dreams, you know? <laughs> but listen, here's the thing. Southern California, you're young, right? You got two options for accent. Surfer dude, Mexican cholo, you know what I mean? And and you're a brown dude named Sharif. You're not you're not a surfer dude, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're not a yeah that's you know, that's, that's right. probably a good call. Yeah. Right, right, right. And he's been trying to get me to move. Also, he's like uh, he's like 51 years old. He still talks like that. He needs to stop, right? <laughs> He's a grown man, you know what I mean? His, his oldest daughter is like 22 years old, you know what I mean? Like, come on. <laughs> there should be an expiration date on talking yeah, exactly. like that. Yeah, exactly. You hit exactly. 50 and suddenly you have to talk like you and me. Right, I, you know? You know? He, he works at a bank, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, you know? I how, would you, how would you bring up the next customer in that accent? Yeah, it's like, you're like, come on, fool, what are you waiting for, huh? <laughs> Nudist transaction, kind of refinance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even. I'm not even like imitating Mexicans. I'm imitating my cousin Sharif. Like I, I'm just talking like him. He's always trying to get me to move to Southern California, man. But I, I, um, I visited enough. I don't want to. You know what I mean? I live in New York. Here's the thing. There's like people. There's this undertone of anger and road rage in California that. I don't know. I mean, people don't talk about it or whatever. Look, New York City, we all yell at each other all the time, right? But it ends at that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And we say horrible things to each other. Mm -hmm. But it just ends at like, fuck you, fuck you, (laughs) keep walking. It's over. You know what I mean? In Southern California, if you yell at someone in traffic, you better like be ready to fight you know what i mean there could be gunfire coming soon you know what i mean and it's like and it's like you guys need to learn how to harness your anger a little better (laughs) i learned this the hard way 
I was in um, in Huntington Beach in like a strip mall. I think I was coming out of Jamba Juice. My wife is pregnant at the time, right? And my mom and my mother. So me and my, me and my wife and my mother, right? Not, not a threatening crew. And this guy starts honking his horn at us when we were walking back to the car telling us to hurry up, you know? And I go, uh, you know, I was like, hey, man, what's your problem, man? You know, because in New York, it's perfectly socially acceptable to do that, <laughs> you know? And there are no consequences, right? This guy slams on the brakes of his car. Like the car starts shaking because he slams on the brakes of the car. Gets out of the car and he goes, you want to dance, Holmes? It was my cousin Sharif. (laughs) (laughs) You see how bad it is? Even his family. I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> oh, it's nice that Sharif is hanging out at a Jamba Juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said you wanted to talk about your barber a little bit. What would you call what you have going on up there? Listen, man, a number a number two all around. You know what I mean? I just got a little... <laughs> number two all around. <laughs> yeah. And not poop. No, I just... Because something funny just recently happened to me. You know, I've been... I'm trying to, like, uh, create a bit on stage about it, but it's just, like, a funny story for now, you know? So I used to go to this barbershop in Williamsburg. I loved going there because um, it was a husband and wife and they would argue with each other all the time, right? <laughs> and they were they were rushing and they would argue and it was hilarious. And it was like, we were all in on it. You know what I mean? The customers would be like, hey, 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 uh, tell us about her, her cooking, you know? And, and he'd be like, <laughs> oh, my good- oh, my goodness, her cooking is a shit. It's a shit cooking. <laughs> oh, she's so bad. She burned everything. She's such a bad Look at me, I'm skinny because my wife can't cook. You know what I mean? And we'd be like, oh my God, it's so funny. You know? And, and, and the customers, it was like this really funny thing because it was this crossroad of like three neighborhoods where it was like uh, by the Hasidic Jew, uh, Jewish neighborhood, and then um, by a mostly black neighborhood, and then by this gentrifying neighborhood. And we all kind of came together to just listen to these Russian couple, like really, you know, uh, struggling in their marriage. You know what I mean? It was really funny. And I just looked forward to every haircut, you know. And then at the end, um, they had a saying. They would go, brand new men, brand new men, you know. And I just was like, this is great. This is great. So I was in um, uh, Brooklyn Heights for the last haircut I got uh, in downtown Brooklyn, which is like five miles from Williamsburg in, in Brooklyn. And uh, I walked by this barbershop I'd been to before. And the woman, the wife from the couple was there working, you know. And I hadn't I hadn't been to that barbershop in a couple of years, you know. And uh, I, I walked in. I was like, brand new man, lady. You're brand new man, lady. Oh, it's, so, it's great to see you. Wow. How you doing? I was like, you remember me? He's like, yes, I remember you, you know. And uh, and then I said, how's your husband? You know, how's your son? And you know what she told me? He's not my husband. It was all an act. <laughs> they were making it up the whole time. <laughs> they were just making, it was just this thing that they did. Right? And then she's like, uh, uh, and then she says to me, and then, you know what she does? She just talks shit about the guy the whole time. She's like, he does not know how to run business. <laughs> I don't like him and his son, his son interject into all the matters. They're going to go out of business. And I was like, I thought that was your son. I thought that was your son. This is fake. This is crazy. <laughs> they 
disappointing. You know what I mean? I was, Gary, the <laughs> fake Russian couple just tried to draw in customers. Yeah, great. What a scam. It worked. It worked really good because I just like I couldn't believe it, man. I, you know, there's just so many people that are going to be so disappointed. You know what I mean? But I guess yeah. So that was like this funny thing, and it's like, and you know, you know, the weird thing about New York barbershops is they're all from uh, Uzbekistan. Like, like, what is that? <laughs> you know, how can they all be from Uzbekistan? You know what I mean? Um, they had a good very, barber college. Very good barber college. <laughs> and these guys, I mean, these guys cut like you know, hundred people's hair a day. You know what I mean? Like, like the 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 the, the, the husband in that couple drives like a Mercedes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Number two haircut. Very good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all right, Andy, how about some uh, shameless self-promotion? Where are you going to be? Where can people find your stuff? All of that. Well, I'm at Andy Folletta at, um, on Instagram, at Andy Folletta at Instagram. And <laughs> I produce a, a show on the steps of the Brooklyn Museum every Friday afternoon from <laughs> 6.30 to 8 p.m. Completely unsanctioned show on the steps of the Brooklyn Museum. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> But we get a nice little audience every week and it's fun. So, Keep yeah. doing it until security gets gets window. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for having me though. That was that was fun. Oh man. It was Andy Folletta is funny stuff, man. And don't use the Folletta fist joke because that was old back in nineteen eighty six. We got a lot more coming up in the approach shot. Hang out, we'll be right back. If you want a good cigar, you go to a good cigar shop. You want the best, you go to Famous Smoke Shop. Let us deliver your favorite cigars right to your doorstep at America's lowest price. Famous started out as a small shop in New York City. Now we're putting our 80 years experience in the business to work making deals in the cigars you love. From wallet-friendly everyday smokes to high-end luxury cigars to mark a lifetime achievement. Let us show you with this exclusive Famous offer. Go to FamousSmoke.com and pick from more than 8,000 cigar brands, fresh and ready to ship from our client-controlled 24,000 square foot humidor. Then check out with the promo code 24U. That's 20-F-O-R-Y-O-U and we'll take $20 off your order of $99 or more. Every purchase you make is backed by our famous freshness guarantee. Get real cigars from a real cigar shop and save $20. Now with the promo code 24U. Ship direct to you from FamousSmoke.com. That's FamousSmoke.com. This is John Ashton. This is the approach shot. Neil Michaels has, um, I don't know, you know, his attention span is let's do this. Oh, look, the ocean. So there, uh, there that goes. But we do want to thank Jeff Garcia. Great. And Jeff, we got to play golf together someday, man, because, you know, I, I would love to be able to say, hey, I actually beat an athlete. Uh, at golf, <laughs> but let's not, no, I'm not going out for a long one. That's not going to happen. And of course, Andy Folletta, the timeless comedy man, funny guy. We appreciate both of them coming with the approach shot, but most often we appreciate you all coming back over and over again to the approach shot. Uh, you can go and, uh, and check us out anywhere. Approachshot.net is, of course, the website. You can catch all of the uh, back episodes there if you've missed any if you're new to us thank you very much for for stumbling upon us and we do hope you keep coming back and we do hope that you uh, enjoy the game of golf whether you play well or not it does not matter you have to remember that golf is a game and the same people invented golf and called it a game that invented bagpipes and called it music till next week take it easy 
You've been listening to The Approach Shot with the Weekend Golf Guys. If you like this week's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. And find us on the web at ApproachShot.net. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's.